0: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
1: What's up? It's Tuesday, May 26th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. I hope you had a great holiday weekend. Excited about today's episode. have a really good interview with Craig Young, the father of Alabama quarterback Bryce Young. And why did we reach out to Craig? Well, it's because his collegiate officials have been spending the last two plus months sorting out how we're going to arrive at an on-time college football season. I feel like we've forgotten a bit about the actual players. How are they doing? How are they working out? Are they eating well? Are they staying mentally ready, so to speak? And college sports are unlike professional sports because the voice of the the college athlete, with the exception of social media, is heard only when college programs allow it to be. Any player interviews you've ever seen, either on a national or local level, were set up by sports information directors, SIDs. Reporters are not permitted to conduct on-the-record interviews with college players without the consent of an SID, and for most schools, freshman interviews are not allowed either. So it's been very difficult in the last two plus months during quarantine to obtain an interview with a college football athlete, and we've seen a few. We've seen Sam Ellinger get on Zoom and a few Ohio State players get on Zoom, and that's that's a job well done by those SIDs, but for the most part, you you see college football reporters complain during the spring, during the summer, during the fall about a lack of media access to players and how everything, as far as interviews go, is is classified as rigid and, and hard hard to obtain. That's been magnified during the quarantine. It's been really, really tough to get college football's best players lined up for an interview. But one workaround is talking to parents, and these are generally very normal people. Normal parents, like your parents, are like my parents, they just happen to have a protein-charged 200 to 350-pound teenaged adult living under their roof during quarantine, eating everything in sight. And during this time, parents can be a college football reporter's window into the athlete. And so last week I interviewed Craig Young, who's the father of Alabama quarterback Bryce Young, as I've said. And you've probably heard of Bryce. He's considered a generational recruit. He was the number one player in the top 247 for the class of 2020 out of California, modern-day high school. And his battle with Mac Jones to replace Tua Tungvaluwa this fall is one of the season's defining storylines. Bryce enrolled early at Alabama. He was getting ready for spring ball, learning the playbook, adding weight, and then the coronavirus hit. So Craig tells us all about the craziness of getting Bryce out of Alabama and back to California, how Bryce has been staying in shape at home and sort of uh, shocking his parents into buying way more groceries than they thought they were going to have to as empty nesters. And Bryce is taking... His first semester of college classes online, while at home, it's probably weird. And, and Craig's pretty adamant that the, spring, the lack of spring football will not deter Bryce from his goal of being QB1 for Alabama this fall. So we're going to get into the quarterback battle as well. We, we recorded this interview last week, and that was before the SEC announced a June 8th return to voluntary on-campus college football activities. We're rolling to the interview right after the break. Passion All right, bringing in Craig Young. Craig, I definitely have to start with just a comment on how good of a, a kid or a person Bryce is. We had him in San Antonio for the All-American Bowl. And I don't know if you've heard this story yet, but he comes through at check-in for 24-7 sports. And we've got these questionnaires. And it's you know, yep. each, each, each each player fills one out, sits down. And then usually they just hand them to me and then keep going around the station. Bryce finishes his questionnaire and caps all the pins at the station before handing it to me. And, I mean, we've had number one players come through before and not even want to do the questionnaire. And then Bryce is just, like, the most polite kid in the history of that event.
2: Wow, that is so cool. I think his mom would love that. She's probably the most polite person I know. So that's that's
1: awesome. Does Have you been surprised so far that he hasn't gotten, that the fame has never gotten to him yet? Um. No, I wouldn't say surprised. Um, I'm pleased
2: that it, that it hasn't, but um, I think he's he's always been a pretty um, well-rounded kid. He has a really good sense of humor and tries not to take himself too seriously. I think that's kind of like a family trait. We we joke around a lot and we keep each other kind of grounded and we keep each other in check. So there's no big heads allowed in our family. So and I think he's he takes that kind of a- attitude at, um, with him wherever he goes. But I'm I'm glad to hear that. That's that makes us feel good.
1: Yeah, we were all kind of laughing about that there. Well, that's good to hear he, he keeps a good attitude at all times because this has not been how you guys w- would have forecasted his spring as a as an early enrollee at Alabama. So, Craig, just walk me through the last few months and how weird that's been, and, and then we'll kind of drill down into the day-to-day and what Bryce is doing to, to keep busy and keep in shape. But when did you guys realize that Alabama was not going to be having practice? I guess that they announced that the day of uh, back in March and then how did you guys get Bryce back to California and what was the immediate reaction and emotion to all of this?
2: Absolutely. So first thing we want to say is, um, yes, obviously we would love to be playing and that the the fact that the spring was interrupted was, um, was, you know, was, um, was, um, discouraging a little bit for everybody, but let's put that in perspective, like this COVID-19 thing, um, family members lost lives, people have been displaced, people have lost income. So in the grand scheme of things, um, you know, not having football for a a month or two is is insignificant. But to get back to your question, um, and so, and for all those people that are affected, Mike, our hearts and prayers go out. Um, But to to get back to your question, um, for us, it literally came down to, um, that was gonna be the first day that he was gonna have spring. So he's chomping at the bit. He was telling me because um, I called him. We we uh, when he was at um, Alabama, we used to talk every day. And so he was telling me how he was in his room. He was going over a script. He had brought over some some of the players that he was going to be, you know, that he that he was going to be working with. Some of this fellow twenty twenty classmen, and you know, they're 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 hyped up. They're ready to go. This is this is the the practice where you know this is start of spring. We're going to show everybody. We're going to make our name. And then you know you find out a couple hours that. Um, it's going to be practiced. And that's just, and then, and then that, you know, the spring was going to be ca- canceled. Um, so it was very disheartening for a second. And then for us, you're not knowing at then there's a lot of uncertainty about, are the kids going to be allowed to travel or are they going to be stuck? So for us, then it was like, well, we want him here back in California with us. Obviously when the world's going through all this upheaval, we got him on the first plane. We could, I think he flew out. Uh, I think he was at the airport, maybe, two hours after that last meeting and then we got him into LA and got him home. I think he just, he, he was able to pack (laughs) maybe like a duffel bag of stuff and then, and then we were, uh, then then he flew out. We picked him up the next morning.
1: What sort of equipment or not equipment, but did Bryce get a playbook on an iPad? Did he, I I would assume just like everybody, every other college athlete, he's getting workouts or having the zoom meetings, but, but absolutely, yeah. What's he been doing? So, um, it's pretty
2: regimented, to be honest with you. And, and that's a, that's a credit to obviously to, um, Alabama. And one of the reasons why we're there and why we chose it, because it's just, Alabama's great at this stuff, organization, um, um, having a plan, um, being very measured and calculated and, and, and calm, you know, that's just, I think in that, that starts with Coach Saban, starts in, and, um so it's pretty regimented. He worked, um, he, he would get up in the morning and obviously during that time we were still at school. So we would do his online classes. Um, then he would, um, go through his playbook cause they had a, um, you know, they had an iPad and they, you know, he had some, he had some plays in a, in a binder as well, go over his playbook. Initially, when we were there, you were allowed to, um, you were allowed to work out for, um, long as there weren't uh, more than 10 people. So he was able to work out with his quarterback coach, we have a good setup out here with it. you know, he has a strength coach. He has a, um, uh, um, a speed coach and he's able to throw some receivers. So we had that going on, but then as the restrictions kind of tightened up and then we, you know, it was, it was stay at home, it became more and more difficult, but we were able to, um, he was always able to work out. We were able to find a gym where he could work out just by himself. Um, he was able to, we're pretty close to a school. So he was able to do his running and the new strength and conditioning coaches, um, Mm -hmm. Had sent, over, had sent over a plan that also there he had bands he had the um the, the you know the, the infamous apple watch that everyone made a big deal about the alabama getting he had those where they're monitoring the workout so there's um i don't think there's a day where he hasn't worked out obviously i think mean, he usually takes off sunday but he's been at um for the most part six days a week and some in, in some form or fashion since he's got here
1: what's the what's the nutrition like um, because you go to college and they go, Hey, you know, we need you to add 10 pounds or 15 pounds, or we need you to lose weight. And they have all that equipment for you and, and are not equipment, but all, all of that set up for you. Eat this, don't eat this. What's it like at home? And, and are you guys adjusting to, to any new expectations for Bryce?
2: Yeah. I, you know, my wallet's been adjusting, uh, unfortunately adjusting the wrong way. <laughs>
1: <Smaller>. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, because I, like you, like you alluded, like you had mentioned the um, the strength and conditioning, and not even the strength and conditioning, just the nutrition, and then the food at Alabama was great. I mean, he would call me, you know, because you know all the stories of all dorm food and how dorm food tastes. I would get pictures from Bryce uh, showing guess guess what we ate today. Like he was excited <laughs> when meal time came because Alabama and the and the all the cooks there and the uh, whoever just and, and responsible for the meals there is just excellent, so you know he's eating well you it's it's um you know it's kind of like a buffet so you 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 can eat as much as you need to, and so you go from that, and then when he was gone, uh my wife and I were just buying for two because he's our only child, so we're buying for two, and there's usually just enough in the refrigerator so now we're gone, and he he had done a great job of, um, I think he put on a, a 20 pounds of good weight. And so now he's here, like, oh, my gosh, we don't want him to, to, to regress. So our grocery bill went up exponentially. So, you know, we're just buying as, um, as much lean um, meat as we can, um, a lot of potatoes, a lot of rice, a lot of uh, sweet potatoes. Um, so he's been doing a good job. And, and then um, we got some protein shakes and stuff. So he's been doing a good job of maintaining uh, the weight but, um, it's been, it's been expensive. <laughs> so, uh, you, you, sometimes you, you forget what a blessing, uh, scholarship is, but yes, we, <laughs> that's a, that was a, a, a big reminder.
1: Yeah. I've been thinking about the nutrition aspect a lot because people have talked about the workouts and obviously it's not ideal and there's a lot of body weight that goes into it. But over the course of an off season, these players are either asked to gain, gain a lot of weight or lose a lot of weight. And those of us at home, we can tell you, it's it's hard to it's hard to stay in good habits and all that stuff. Is, is Bryce allowing himself any sort of summer vacation, Craig? Do you think do you see that coming at all? Is he having days where he sleeps in and, and watches TV or, or is playing video games late at night? Or do you do you sense kind of a, a a student athlete vibe? You know, Alabama at home.
2: He's pretty focused. I mean, um, he now he gets his pockets, so once he's done because he has a lot he he has a lot that he tries to pack into a day now the um summer session's over but you know with the meetings and with the with the lifting and the running and the throwing and the playbook study he pretty much is on that every day but there's pockets probably around 7 um between 6 and 7 where he just completely vegges out and he's like any other um any any other college student or you know team youtube NBA 2K, Madden. Um, you know he's not he's not really doing the social media anymore. I know you know he's kind of taking a step back on that. But that's you know listening to music and this is and we're a pretty tight knit family. So we have uh, we spend a lot of time uh, you know joking around and stuff. But he definitely has his his teenage veg out moment still.
1: I hope so. Uh, did you guys watch the draft together? And I'm guessing did. you did. I mean, who didn't? And uh, what would you what do you think about? Tua going, going number five and Jalen hurts, you know, an an Alabama product originally getting drafted in in the second round too.
2: Yeah, no, we thought that was awesome. And just further confirmation as to one of the um, reasons why we uh, selected Alabama because they do a great job of um, preparing young men for life. And that's either life in the NFL or life after um, life after college, whatever, whatever um, Avenue decide to take, but um, yes, the, the draft was exciting, and um, more so just when you see the reactions of the families and you see the the culmination of, of of dreams that I'm sure that families and kids have had um, all through youth and Pop Warner, and just to see that and to see that life changing moment, it's it's you no, know, it's great. And to answer your question about uh, Tua going f- uh, five, I thought he was the best player in the draft, but I think five is um, is great. I think mine is going to be a great opportunity, um, great city. And I just, I just thought it was awesome, and I wish the best for him and his
1: family. Yeah, you talked about you, you said Madden, and you kind of got me going on that. Um, I think it's interesting. Alabama first game is planned to be against USC. Bryce was committed to USC. <laughs> yeah, who knows what's going to happen with you know? There's rumors that Alabama could end up playing TCU and, and sort of the West Coast. We're we're seeing some uncertainty uncertainty there, though. I, I think it, it is uh, looking a little bit more positive in, in the last few days that, that pro sports could return to California without fans and, and maybe the Pac-12 follows student and USC does play Alabama in week one. But as we look to week one, and as we know that Bryson is get the normal spring, we don't yes. know what summer is going to look like. We don't know yeah. when Alabama and the SEC are going to say come back to campus. What do you hope for, for Bryson year one? H- have your expectations changed at all? What would you like to see from him?
2: Wow. That's a, great, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that because there's been a lot of speculation about that. And to answer your question, um, my expectations has, has always been, um, they haven't changed. And my expectations are for Bryce to compete, um, whatever form or fashion that may be. Because I mean, um, at the end of the day, when you send your um, child to a university, I'm sorry, your young man, when you send your young man to a university, um, you entrust in that position, coach, that head coach coach to make the best decisions for the football team and then by extension of um you know your son and so all I expect for my expectations are for Bryce to compete every second that he's there film room um on the field off the field and then if you do those things and you and you show that you're the player that we know that you are everything will take care of itself.
1: Yeah no you you're you're right on you said the speculation we've all I mean the media we all sit here and say hey you can count out any freshman who didn't get a spring ball there. This competition that we were so excited about not going to happen because he didn't get a spring ball. So no, that's interesting that you said that. And and I, I wonder if it it is frustrating for not just you guys and Bryce, but anyone who's, who's a freshman or who is just playing college football period and and kind of reading and watching all of us make assumptions about what's going to happen just because you didn't get spring practices.
2: No, it's not frustrating. I understand. I mean, there, there's, there's been a lot of space. You know, there hasn't been much to talk about. I mean, <laughs> sports have been shut down, and so that leads for a lot of time of speculation and, um, and speculation. And I mean, we're we're in a content and a views type of world and a comment type of world. And, um, Alabama is a high profile program. I mean, um, <clears throat> Bryce is a, was, was you know, a high profile uh, recruit coming in. People want to see him. And then there's been a lot. So I, I get it. And, and, and no, that doesn't bother us. I think. Um, I think a lot of, I think a lot of that is true, but I, 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 don't think, what I think is minimized is it's forgotten is yes, those 14 practices on the field were lost. However, being an early enrollee, you still got a chance to be a part of all the meat all the time. It was like the time he was there was invaluable. You got a chance to do the, all the involuntary workouts. You got a chance to do the strength and conditioning. You got to take your chance to, um, acclimate to the university. You got a chance to um, have meetings with your coaches. And then even in this time this time off, still having meetings, still know the playbook, still know the plays. So yes, those four, we don't wanna minimize that, but also all is not lost. And as a competitor, you can never come into a situation and say, you know what? Um, hey, I didn't have those 14 practices, I'm done. No, what competitor thinks like that? A competitor, no matter what the situation, is 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 competing and um you don't ever go into there conceding anything
1: good stuff craig young thanks so much for joining us no problem all right thanks again to craig young for taking the time to talk to the college football daily i'm pretty fascinated by this quarterback battle i think everybody is mac jones was surprisingly potent in his four starts last season 13 touchdowns two interceptions those two picks came in the iron bowl one was pretty fluky in that close loss and he clearly has has the upper hand right now he, he was more than a game manager, more than serviceable in 2019. Looks like he's capable of keeping Alabama's offensive firepower going, but I think most do feel that Bryce Young is the better talent, and we've said this a thousand times. Nick Saban has learned his lesson about keeping the most talented option on the bench too long. It nearly cost him the 2018 college football playoff national title game down 13-0 at halftime. He finally goes to Tua Tungavailoa and was a superior product to Jalen Hurts. So as we see college football players, our college football coaches tend to go with a younger option, Trevor Lawrence over Kelly Bryant, for instance, time and time again. I, I think eventually the best option will be Bryce Young, and I think eventually he will get the chance. But for now, he does face an uphill battle. And for now, I think it's pretty clear that both quarterbacks are going to play the first few weeks of the season, which includes USC in week one as planned and Georgia in week three. So that's going to do it for today's episode of the College Football Daily. If you appreciate what we're doing, I would love a five-star rating from you guys and girls on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review or on Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. We have a few ideas lined up for this week. We've seen your comments in Apple reviews and we are building episodes uh, designed around that type of content. So for our producer, Tony Levitt, I'm Trey Scott. We will see you on Wednesday for the next edition of the College Football Daily.